Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Testing the Equipment. I am Chris Reimer, and I am one of the hosts, uh, one of many hosts, actually. Only one here today. It is Monday, the 7th of August, and it's a actually a very interesting day. Day after Lollapalooza, a lot of hangover from the weekend. I don't mean hangover in the sense of alcoholic or whatever, but music hangover. There was... Um, a lot of great music. Uh, I have to, I got to admit, I don't know if uh, any people know, but Hulu has this streaming. Uh, this is the third year, I think, if not more, third year I knew about it, where they actually stream the shows live. And um, it was great. They had two channels this year. So they had different stages going at different times. And uh, there was this performer that um, when I got home, I was watching and they, stood out somebody that I'm going to want to listen to uh in the future and uh the her name is uh, Maggie Rogers and so as I'm watching uh her perform it was wonderful just wonderful captivating I mean she pulls you in uh the joy in her face uh, the energy the her, just was awesome her songs are good Really good. I mean, they're they're she's she's good, man. I mean, I couldn't believe it, and uh, I'm like, wow. You know, I I, I googled her and read her Wikipedia page, and she's got a really interesting history. Um, yeah, and she was really fun to watch. And then so when I went to work, that was Saturday night. So yesterday Sunday when I was here, I went into Spotify and just put on Maggie Rogers Radio for the background for the day. And it was just really good stuff. So I don't know if any of you know, heard her before. A couple of my employees have knew about her and love her. And uh, so that was interesting. Plus, there are a couple other bands that were just like, wow. You know, I mean, just every year there's somebody that stands out that I, I really... Music's so great. I don't know. I mean, music's fantastic. It really is. It, 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 can, it can bring us together. It can bind things. It can make us emotional and feel things. It can bring memories back in our life. You know, you hear a song and you can associate it with a certain time or something that happened in your life. Some people have a certain song for certain things. I mean, geez, we, you know, we have uh, the wedding song. What song are we going to have for our wedding? You know, I mean, and that, that, that's there. Uh, it's just, it's, music's so great. You know, I mean, yeah, Lollapalooza, it's like a bunch of kids go down there and get, get stupid, but God bless them, man. I mean, who, when you were their age, who, who didn't go crazy? I mean, that's, that's, that's the right of being a teenager, hopefully, and having fun and enjoying it within moderation. Yes, dramatic pause. Uh, because, you know, it's, it, but you, you just watch some of the crowds and they're just having such a great time, such a great time. And then like some of these uh, DJs and EDM artists, you know, that's not really my thing, but uh, I got to tell you, man, some of the stuff is just wow. Just the way they blend the, the sounds and the tunes and then the lights and everything, the beat, whew. Uh, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And I know I'm older and everything, but I can appreciate it definitely. So for anybody that went to Lollapalooza 2023, God bless you. I mean, Chicago's great. Music festivals are back huge. I mean, I blew it by not going to the blues fest this year. I went a couple of years ago before pandemic and I loved it. Haven't been back. That's on me. Jazz festival is coming up. Jazz fest is coming up in September. I think, uh, at Pritzker pavilion. I'm going to try to go to that because I think that'll be fun. I think that'll be really great. 
Uh, it's not like, uh, I don't think it's going to have like a bunch of different stages. Like Lala had nine stages, nine different stages where you could see music. That's nuts, man. Uh, the, when I went to the Blues Fest, there was, yeah, there was probably like, you know, 10 different small little stages just up and down the, the streets over there in Grant Park of people just playing. So it was really, really cool. Good, good weekend. As far as business goes, it wasn't a good weekend, but you know, that's a different story. Um, the weather's been really kind of crappy as far as uh, rain and whatever, but today it's a, it, right now outside, this is the epitome of summer right now. No wind. Perfect temperature. The cicadas are, are chirping. You know, the sun's getting ready to go down. It's getting near dusk. The cicadas are going. There's still lightning bugs that are out there blinking. I mean, this is the quintessential summer day right now outside. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and I'm inside doing a podcast. What an idiot. No, it's, it's, it's great. And um, I, I hope everybody is enjoying it. This is, you know, I mean, I lived in California for 28 years-ish. And uh, I always missed the seasons. Now, winter, we all know, is can be unbearable, right? can be god-awful when the temperatures are freezing cold. Snow, love when it snows. But when it's cold, and especially when it's cold and there's no snow, it sucks. But uh, the fall, the colors, you know, when the leaves start changing. When I was a kid, I hated that because to me that was the end of summer and then going into cold winters. And for whatever reason, in my mind, winters back then were really brutal, a lot of snow and everything like that. Uh, and it meant, you know, just just a come down, you know, of of summertime because summertime was always anyway. So fall is winter, and then spring starts coming, you know, and then you're like, yeah, summer's around the corner. School's gonna be out. I get to go out and just play and have fun, ride my bike, go to the park, play baseball, and screw around and just have a good time, you know, and. So summer, but in California, it's always summer, you know? I mean, yeah, sure, they have winter, and it gets chillier, but there's there's no seasons to speak of, really. It's hysterical. I always, I mean, for all that time I lived out there, I never really, I always laughed. When it would get below 60 degrees, people thought it was like winter. I mean, they had their puffers on and down coats and hats and mittens. It's hysterical. And they can't drive in any bad weather for shit. They're they're awful drivers when it's when it rains. So anyway, uh, yeah. So the seasons are just. I mean, it was one of the reasons moving back here was like seasons. So whenever they're like right now, like tonight, this moment, uh, it's just something you you grab and you hang on to, and you just put it in the memory bank. Like yeah, this is one of the reasons why I moved back. You know, and. Um, I'm really excited for a different reason uh, because I finally actually booked a trip um, and I'm actually going to take a vacation vacation, which I haven't done like in a while. I don't want to say in a while because, um, well, I did just say in a while. So <laughs> I did just say in a while, but uh, I actually booked a vacation to go away and it's kind of getting me freaked out, not not in a bad way, but I'm getting really excited uh, because I'm actually going back to Southern California. I'm actually going back to Newport Beach. And like just today, I was um, going on Google Maps. I know this sounds really, really lame, but I was going on Google Maps and just mapping out the area where I lived and all the places and just the memories just flooded back of all the things we used to do and where I lived and what I did. I mean, for God's sakes, 
for I don't know how many years, I worked on the end of Balboa Pier, and I would ride my bike or rollerblade to work down the boardwalk from my house on 45th Street down to the Balboa Pier. I mean, and then the wedge is right there, but I mean, just going uh, on Google Maps and just, oh, okay, the old, and all the places that are still there after all these years. I haven't been back there. In, uh, I left in, last time I was there was 2008. I moved here in 2007. I went back uh, like a couple months after I moved here just because stupid and homesick, air quotations, homesick, even though I moved here home. And then I went back again like the next spring, I think, in 2008 uh, to visit friends. And that's, that's, I've been back like I went to a Kings game in L.A. for a day. Uh, I actually got flown out there for an interview. I think I said that last time on the podcast. I, I flown out there for an interview for a day. But I haven't spent any time in Newport where I used to live. And that's what we're going to be doing this time. Me, not we, me. Uh, I, I'm going to rent a bike and ride the bike where I used to ride. I'm hoping I can find a place where I can rent a tennis rack because I used to go and, and play tennis at this tennis court. I'd hit balls against this. It was a, it's a um, racquetball or a handball wall, you know, super tall. I'd go there for hours and hours and just hit balls against the wall and work on uh, my grip and spins and shots and things like that. I know it sounds kind of lame, but... And I would also uh, videotape it so I could analyze myself later on and uh, try, just try to perfect things better. And I did. I actually corrected my backhand. My backhand was god-awful. Um, it, it was terrible. But, I mean, and I, I kind of, this sounds kind of lame, but I want to find some place that will let me demo, air quotations, demo a racket for the day, take it, hit some balls and stuff like that, and then take it back. But, I mean, uh, I get in on Monday morning. Uh, I can't check into the hotel till 3 o'clock. I probably get an early check if I wanted to. But the real main reason why I'm really going there is not like party trip, whatever. It's to um, spread my parents' ashes because my parents lived out there for a while. And they lived in three different locations while they were out there. They moved out there. Wow. I mean, like right when I graduated high school, my dad got a job out there and they moved in 1978. And they lived out there till 2005. I think 2006, 2006. Yeah. Cause I moved, I'm a pussy. I mean, I, I, they moved out there and I literally moved like eight months later after, and moved back here because I couldn't. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, they were out there for a really, really, really long time. They lived in three different locations. So, I mean, I'm going to spread their ashes where they used to live. Cause they were like sp sprawling spaces. One of them is going to be difficult because there's security entrance. I, uh, the other two won't be hard. And then there's also uh, a place my mom used to love Rogers gardens, she loved that place. Loved, loved, loved that place. Especially at Christmas time, they had these uh, displays, Christmas displays and everything like that. I mean, you know, people go around and they drive around and look at the Christmas lights. You go there to look at their Christmas display. It's, it was amazing. And at Halloween, they would decorate it. It was just crazy. Um, huge. Rogers Gardens, huge. You go there, it's like going to, um, a, a, well, it's like an arboretum or something like that. It's enormous. Anyway, she loved that place. So I want to kind of sneak, you know, walk around there and kind of just like, psh, psh, just drop them around Roger Garden because the other place. And this is going to sound really, really lame. She loved, uh, I, when I moved there, I went to uh, Orange Coast College. I went to school there. And she, I, I, I think I already covered all this. But anyway, she took a class uh, with, uh, the teacher's name was Donna in art class. And she loved this class beyond anything. So I'm going to go to, and I think I can remember where the classroom was. I'm pretty sure I can remember my head. I can see it right now. And I'm just going to walk by there and kind of just flick them by the door. <laughs> It'll get swept up, but whatever, you know, she, she'll be there for a second or two, you know. 
and then, yeah, and then the beach where they used to love to go. My mom also uh, would take her art installations and things like that that she would make in this class. And, like, one time I had – it was it's a little Corona, I believe is what it's called. It's this, uh, the south side of the wedge. There's a little beach you go down, uh, and it's right there. She would, uh, we'd, I would take pictures of, like, her installations. Uh, one was super cool, to be honest with you. It was like this um, – House made out of sticks. I don't say sticks, like lollipops, but these, it was a house formation type thing. And she had it set up where it, it, it was there, and then the waves would come and slowly take it away. And so I did these time-lapse photos um, uh, of it being eaten up by the ocean, basically, so to speak. And then she would she took the—they were slides. We, took, we made slides out of them. She did. Uh, and then she took the slides, and she, inter, she interlaced them with this other presentation— of an insulation that was a hanging insulation in an actual studio. Unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. My mom was great as, as far as art goes. She was unbelievable as far as that goes. Great. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. So, uh, yeah, and then there's um, just uh, some places I, I want to drive around and see, you know, while I'm, so that, that'll be Monday. And then maybe if I'm not too tired, Monday night I'll go see Oppenheimer down at the Irvine Spectrum, where I, I worked there for a couple of years uh, with the Art House, uh, Irvine Spectrum, because that is one of the there's only that's one of the 19 theaters in the country that has Oppenheimer in IMAX 70 millimeter IMAX. There's only 19 theaters in this whole country that has it, and that's one of them. Um, and it's there, and I looked at the ticket times already and stuff like that. So if I'm not tired, I'll, I'll, I might go and see like the seven o'clock show down there. Uh, and that'll be crazy going down there, too, because, yeah, like I, I worked there for two years, and that'll be nuts. But I got to tell you guys, I mean, just going over, uh, again, the Google Maps and seeing all the names of all the places I used to that were right around my house on 45th Street. And it's just memory lane, man. Wow. The, the little house, little field house about down by Balboa Pier where the junior lifeguards uh, every year, junior lifeguards would you sign up and they would be there and they'd be just an army of kids every summer because I worked on the pier there every summer and they they would have their things and their final like test was to sw they had to swim around the pier. They had to get in the water and go out and swim around Bobo Pier and come back and then they had to get out of the water and run down to the Newport Pier and I don't know if they swam around that one or not, but they had to run down there, do something, then come back and run. It was like nuts, like super endurance. Every summer, it was uh, it just little things like that, you know. Remembering uh, when the uh, the baby whales would always come up, you know, whales would always go by there, and you could see them. And then baby whales would always swim up next to shore to scrape their body because the barnacles were growing and they bothered them. And they would go in, and the mothers would be kind of close. And these little, I think they're called pods, right? The baby baby whales, and they would swim up, and you could literally they're right there. I mean, you see them, and it was just amazing. Um, I remember when El Nino was really, really bad one year. The water was super warm, and fishermen are just pulling these um, squid out of the water, like these huge squids, because you can fish on the pier, and they're just pulling them out left and right. Like you put your hook in there, and they're pulling them out, and they're sitting on the deck of the pier just squirting out ink, like these huge squids, just uh, like what the hell? And another me me memory is, I know this is kind of random stuff, but... Uh, there was a comet, and I don't remember the name of the comet, but it, you could see it so vividly, especially at the pier, because there was nothing out over the ocean. It was dark. There was no light pollution that way. 
And it was this, you could see it for like oh, two weeks. It was this huge comet that was coming down. And it was just so vivid and bright in the sky. Just an amazing, and you know, back then, I mean, you could, I guess I could take a picture of it, I guess. I don't know. But, and the other thing was the uh, bioluminescence in the water uh, during red tide. There's this thing called red tide. And you would go out in the water and it would turn, the waves would turn blue. Or you'd walk in it and it would light up. And it's, it's like like crazy, nuts. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, you're like, what the hell are you saying? You the waves when the waves crash, they flash bright blue. Or if you walk in it and swim with the water, uh, it turns blue because there's these organisms. And when hit, they hit oxygen or whatever, they turn blue. Anyway, the other thing was when the smelt ran, they would come up on the uh, the, the sand. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm just rambling about stupid shit in Southern California, which I'm not even there. Uh, I'll be there for a few days and then I'll come back and I have a couple days here. The air show will be that weekend. I got a ticket to the air show, uh, which I'm really looking forward to because I'm going to a place last two years. I've gone to this same place to watch the air show and it was God awful. I mean, it sucked last year was just, I'm not coming here ever again. It was so bad. You can't see shit. Uh, everybody is there is like, you know, all thinking that they're rich and hoity-toity and they're just getting hammered because it's an open bar. It's free free booze because you paid for it till like 3 o'clock or something. So everyone's just pounding. And it's just, and they're in your way and you can't see shit. So the place I'm going to this year, it's uh, by the lake, uh, uh, Green on the Lake or something like that. Uh, and I went there uh, four years ago or five years ago. I went there, and it's wide open. It's huge. It's grass. you got great views. You can see everything when they fly by, and I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be on that Saturday, and then I have a couple more days off just to chill, ride my bike, and um, and have some fun around here, maybe go downtown and do some stuff. But anyway, that's the plan coming up. So next week, I'm going to try to do a podcast. I know it's exciting stuff. It's riveting information now. Riveting information. Uh, I'll try to do it from SoCal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right now, I am st- sitting in uh, Stacked and Folded Social House, 824 Noy Street. We are closed on Mondays. Everybody knows that. Uh, the Stacked and Folded Off the Menu podcast is waiting to be uploaded. It's done. It was done last week. We, I just needed a thumbs up from our owner, Josh Keating, to go ahead and, and publish it. Uh but it's a it's a really fun episode. It's it's the girls talking and chatting and, and having a good time. Um, I was gonna have Maeve come in and, today, but she's too busy. Uh, she couldn't come in. And maybe next week or maybe in the next couple of days or something. I don't know. But eventually, everybody's gonna be leaving and going back to college. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just this is maybe it's just me and I'm boring. But um, we'll we'll try to get guests on here. I'm not gonna be the only person. As far as things that have happened over the weekend, I don't know if you guys saw. That uh, I don't even want to call it a riot. That beating thing in Alabama. Holy crap! Did you guys see this? It's. I mean, I don't know the story of it, but I mean that's humanity, man. That's man against man, just beating their shit at each other. Now, the way it looks, and and if I'm wrong, please correct me. The way it looks, it's like a bunch of white guys start beating up this one black dude. And then more come on, and then all of a sudden all these black dudes come and back that guy up, and it's just a mass beat-up, you know, about parking your boat. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
Now, if these, I, I, again, I don't know. It seems like the, 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 there was a boat parked where this party boat is supposed to be parked, and they, the, the boat that was there wouldn't move. And those were the, the, the white people. And I hate to use colors, but it was. They were all white, and they're like, I, I think they weren't, didn't want to move, and everyone on this other boat was primarily African-American. They weren't all, but a lot of them, they're like, you know, and it, it was a party boat, like a big, big boat, and they're like, you got to move. That's our spot. We have to park there. And they weren't going to move. And then they started being dicks about it. And then this one guy, you know, the one, one African-American guy is like, hey, you know, and, and then the other guy started just like crack, cracking them in the head and started beating them up, and then all hell broke loose. I mean, again, it's Alabama, I think, right? But still, things are really bad, man. Really, really bad as far as the race, race is getting along. There's such a divide. And, and I got to say that I think it has to be because of our last president. I, I don't want to get political, but I mean, that guy just drove such a, a divide, a spike in splitting up the country between... Hard right and hard left. There's no middle, and every you know it's just really bad. And the and the race race is just I don't know. I, I'm talking out of my ass. I I really don't know. I watch it and I'm like, this is sickening. This is really bad, really bad. You know, uh, and and I just it it really makes me sick to my stomach to watch that kind of stuff because it's like, you know, the only difference between us is is the, what's on the color of our skin. Inside, we're all the same. We all the same organs, bones, teeth, hair, eye, everything's the same. It's just the color of our skin. Please. Now, that being said, there is, you know, mental issues or people with, with, with not mental issues, but people that think a certain way or people that do things a certain way or whatever, and that just separates. That's, there's your divide is people just thinking things differently. Um, different subject is the Women's World Cup. Now, um, there's a big divide in that one. You know, I mean, sure, they lost. Um, should they have won? Yeah, I mean, you, you would think they should have won, but they didn't, you know. Um, it came down to a lot of things. I personally think that this team had a lot of depth. I personally think they kind of underperformed. Um, there's their superstars just – maybe it was – and I think it might – it's not their fault maybe. Maybe it's it was the uh, – the systems they were made to play by their coach, the formations that they were set, because he changed the formation in the last game. I think this coach really didn't have a good grasp of the talent on this team because uh, they only scored one freaking goal, dude. Dudes, dudes and dude, duders, duders. Only one goal. And these guys just usually rip it. I mean, they're usually scoring like crazy. I know the everybody else got is better in the world. I know that. And we all know that, right? Yes. But this team was still a solid team. They only scored one freaking goal. You know, and that's pathetic. They, I think they were hampered because of the formations and where everybody was lined up, you know. Didn't have the proper people in the proper spots. Now, uh, Megan Rapino missed the penalty kick. It happens. You know, she, she is pretty much automatic. She missed. Okay, well, that's not the end of the world, you know. They missed three times. And then that, and then our, the goalie, our goalie made that, tried to make that save, and oh my God, what an effort, you know? I mean, and given the technology ten years ago, that's not a goal. That's not a goal because you you wouldn't have been able to do it the way they did it with the uh, line, uh, whatever how they how they measured it, you know, with the I can't the radar or whatever it is. 
uh, obviously, you know, it was like not even the width of a pencil. Uh, it was so razor thin that it went over the line. It clear, it crossed the whole line. Crossed the, crossing the plane, it has to completely cross the plane of the line of the goal in order to count. Not half. Not, it has to co totally go over. Ten years ago, that technology didn't exist. It would have been a goal, and it would not have been a goal, and they still would have kept kicking. Now, who knows what happened? But fact of the matter is, I really thought that they they should have won. Uh, I mean, they, they put themselves in that position by a lackluster play against the Netherlands and Vietnam and then Portugal. My God, really? You know, I mean, but hey, it is what it is. It's over. Uh, turn the page. You know, it's just I, the first thing I think about is like Mia Hamm and, and, and those teams, the girls early on. And there's a great, uh, great documentary. I think it's an ESPN 30 for 30 about the early years of the women's soccer program when they just had to go through hell. They had no respect. They didn't do anything. And they fought like dogs. They were underdogs the whole time. They were, and they didn't get anything their way. Nothing was handed to them. They had a fight for all of it. And they won, like, all the time, as you know. Um, this is a bad example on my part and maybe a bad parallel, but, you know, also now they have equal pay. I know this sounds stupid, doesn't it? I, I don't know, but it's a coincidence. They have equal pay, they're doing all these commercials, and I think maybe they got a little bit bigger in their heads. I'm, just, I, I'm hearing people yelling at me right now. I know no one is, but I can just hear, what are, you, what are you, crazy? What are you, nuts? I know they deserve equal pay. I'm not against that. They totally deserve it. They, they, they're they better than the men's team. They were better than the men's team. Uh, and the women's soccer and hockey teams are way more fun to watch than the guys. Sorry, guys. But, I mean, the guys will be better. They are better now. But for many years, they weren't. They were terrible, and the girls were always better. The women, I'm sorry. Women were always better. And, and that's the way it is now, too. They definitely deserve more money. Uh, they should be evenly paid as the men, and I'm glad that happened. It just is a weird coincidence that now it's kind of like, oh, did they, I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're right. That's stupid. That's stupid to think that way. But man, all these endorsements you see everybody getting. Now they still going to have these endorsements because only winners get endorsements, you know? Are, they, are people going to pull out of, of, of uh, endorsing some of these players? I don't know. That's, that's, I know it's pretty bad on my part, but hey. Um, yeah. We had a good week at work. It was kind of uh, in and out. Uh, Lollapalooza did hurt a little bit. But uh, going forward, this week coming up, we got some good things going uh, forward. Um, I really, really, really wish that you guys would all... I know No one listens to this podcast. I know. So no one's going to yell at me. But, I mean, you know, our patio is fantastic. Our food's great. We're adding new food items this week. We're going to start some specials. We are, Our goal is to reshape the menu come fall to really expand things and open it up and make it more of a uh, entree-centric, dinner-centric type of a place where you can come in and have a real entree meal. Not a sandwich, not a salad, not a taco. Sit down for a real dinner, you know? Uh, and we had these some great entrees planned. Um, we did it before, 2019. <laughs> Jesus, right before the pandemic, we had this menu that was just killer, killer menu. Uh, and we had everything. I mean, we had we had breakfast on there. We had a whole vegan section. We had a seafood section, and we had entrees. It was a, a wonderful menu. Of course, the taco sandwiches, salads were all on there, stacked, folded, and 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 uh, and everything was on there still. Forked. 
yeah. And so look, this is this is going to be big. This is going to be a big deal. This is going to bring us to the next level as far as this restaurant goes. So stay tuned to that. Um, if anybody has any comments, suggestions, or whatever, I, I, I hope you can leave comments below. I think there's a way, like I said this last week, there's a way I, I'm going to try to link this to an email or something. I don't know. But, yeah, um, that's about it. I mean, I, I, I was going to get in some other stuff, but no one wants to listen to it for me just babble. It'd be nice to have somebody else. White Sox are terrible. Cubs are killing it. Cubs are killing it, man. Oh, my God. I got this email today. Not kidding. Years ago, I put my name on the Chicago Cub season ticket wait list. Right? I mean, even before I moved to California, like way, 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 like in the 70s or whatever. I think I put on, I'm, I'm making that up. It wasn't 70s. Whatever. 80s. I put my name on it, and then I got an email. Uh, I'm still living in California. I got, oh, your, your number is up if you want season tickets. And the Cubs sucked back then. Sucked. Nobody was going to the games. They were terrible. Um, I blew it off. You know, I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I moved back here in 2007. And I'm like, oh, you know, I like going to Cubs games. You know, I went to a couple games with my dad and everything. And so I put my name back in the hat. And then, of course, they win the frickin' World Series in 2016. And forget it. You're not getting a season ticket. You're not, you know, your, your name, something, my name went down the list. So I got an email today saying, oh, you're, you want season tickets? Sure. $250 deposit, $250 per seat. No, 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 no. $250 deposit per seat. And then whatever I pick. Uh, I can put it, I can do it now for the rest of the season. I can buy the season tickets now for the rest of the season and postseason because the way the Cubs are playing right now, I hate to say it, they're probably going to get in the playoffs. They're a game and a half behind Milwaukee, who's leading the division, and they're definitely in the wild card hunt. I can't fucking believe I'm saying that because I don't want to like this team. That's a different conversation. However, they're there. This is, their, I mean, they've won 15 out of their last 19. These guys are slugging the shit out of the ball, and they didn't get rid of anybody at the trade deadline. That means they, they're going for it. Uh, I don't want to like the Cubs. I don't want to like them. There's a different story behind that. I, I can tell you later. But should I buy these season tickets? And I can just sell them. I don't want to give Ricketts my money. But I can get season tickets for the rest of this year, into the playoffs, and then next year. Interesting conjuring. Conjury? Conundrum. Thank you. Thank you very much. Better word. Conundrum. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it starts tomorrow. I, 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 um, I got the email, and I can go on tomorrow, August 8th, uh, at like 9 a.m. to get my tickets if I want them. So I don't know. Do I or don't I? E that's a tease. Stay tuned for next time. All right. This has been uh, testing the equipment. I am Chris Reimer. Uh, hopefully this wasn't too boring for you. Again, please leave any comments, whatever. And I hope you, I hope you listen next time. It is August 7th, Monday. And have a great rest of your night. Have a great week. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week, okay? Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening.